Hello, everyone, and welcome back. It is time for episode 52 of the Rocket Punchcast. I am Seth, joined by my compadres, Mr. Cameron. Hello, everyone. And Mr. Will. What's happening? Chaz can't be with us today, but that is okay, because video games must march on. Yeah, they don't stop. We're back in our rhythm. Uh, this is the Emperor's new groove <laughs> of episodes. We're back. We got our groove back. January is done. Game of the Year is done. Cameron is done flaking on us. He is. We're done. Now we'll get Chaz on board and we're good. I was going to say, instead of Emperor's New Groove, can we like do We're Back with the Dinosaurs and whatnot? Oh, yeah. We're Back was really good. I loved yeah. that movie. I remember yeah. that movie made me sad at the one part where it's real sad, but then. <laughs> you don't even remember. I mean, I don't remember. I just remember there being a real sad part in that movie, and I remember getting. Real I mean, sad. you know, it's somebody, a children's movie. There's always a real somebody sad tried part. to control the minds of the dinosaurs, and you know, they went crazy for a moment. Yep, that was it. It's basically the Lost World at that point. Yeah, let's bring that T Rex back to the mainland. Like the G rated. That's a good idea. <laughs> we should bring this no. T Rex back with us. That's almost like trying to wake up Godzilla from whatever slumber he's in. No, don't. Oh, you don't wake up Godzilla. He wakes himself up to wreck your shit. <laughs> Where's Gamera when you need and him? And then he no. fights a giant moth. Because, sure. But then he teams up with the moth at the end, so... Because Japan. Because Japan. <laughs> because you should always work together, not against, so... Uh, anyways, we're not here to talk about Godzilla. We're here to talk about video games. Last week, we, we caught up a little bit on some of the things that had happened in January. But there's lots more that's been happening recently. Oh, yeah. So we are going to first start every episode, as we do, talking about the games we played this week. Cameron, you yes. usually get us started here. <laughs> what have you been playing this I week? I threw off everybody's groove, apparently, last week. You well, I mean, <laughs> you just abandoned us. <laughs> you betrayed us. And well, I had left I had, us to die. I had to think really hard after game of the year in January. I was just like, man, I gotta. But it's okay. We joined forces. Me and Will joined forces, and and we we did it. We, we became the it. true team. Rocket. We did it. Actually, you know what? You know, you don't even have to worry about coming back from your vacation. <laughs> We've been doing great. He's trying to be yeah. Giovanni over there. I wanted to be Mewtwo. Mewtwo, really? Yeah, all the psionic powers. Get out my way. Mewtwo. Oh. Yeah, I mean, you, you were Team wow, Rocket. Don't even know why I was thinking Meowth. Anyway, um, <laughs> I, mean, I want to be Meowth because I can communicate with the humans and I can hang out with Team Rocket. I mean, Mewtwo got that too. Except yeah. he wrecked no, Team let's Rocket. Let's be real. I want to be Pikachu. That's all I want to be. Pika Pika? Pika Pika. Well, Actually, I want to be Brock. Well, it's unfortunately <laughs> because I did not play Pokemon this past week. Oh, wow. Um, I actually dug back through um, the backlog, more or less. Especially with February is like the the breathing period until we get smacked the in the face. The storm. Yeah. Storm. <laughs> with, with all the stuff that's March. Um, pulled out Watch Dogs 2, and I really got invested and played in that. Um, what I, is it like to get invested into an Ubisoft game? It's really good. Uh, I, I still stand by, especially some of the stuff we talked about with Game of the Year. The game is really good. I have more perspective on it. I could definitely say that... Watch Dogs 2 is Grand Theft Auto with Watchdog functions in, embedded in. It playing through it, all I can think of like this is I don't want to say like well I don't necessarily want to use GTA clone in the negative sense, but this is very much feels and acts very similarly to GTA as far as getting in. You have your overworld map. You could go to different missions and whatnot. Um, it still has that very much. Like we've talked about the kind of memification and kind of, I dare say millennial Can like. Can we not make the word memification a thing? We're not. I feel like there's a marketing white paper out there somewhere right now. It's like <laughs> we've got to find a way to memify our brand. Well, we won't do that here. I can mean, we? Uh, they tried though. Can we memify Rocket Punch? No, stop. See, I, I used it once, and then you said don't use it, and then you're going to bring the word back. <laughs> hey, if we're you going that route, all I got to say is we need a chibi version of Seth. All we yeah, need a chibi yes. version of everyone. Please send art to at Rocket Punch Go on Twitter, please. <laughs> but it, there's a lot of. I just. I'm sorry. I have to say that the, I'm thinking of the Wendy's commercial. Have you seen the Wendy's commercial? Which one? With a, where they're like. Everyone loves the delicious taste of Wendy's, even the even the memer. And it's like this nerd, like 
Oh, I've not like seen Revenge this. of the Nerd nerds. And he's like wearing glasses, and it has the you know the the meme text or the white te- or the the uh, white uh, black text with a white background, whatever the hell yeah. it is. And it's just like enjoy spicy goodness like a boss. And he looks at the screen, but that's not even the best part. The best part is the vine of the guy watching that, and then like at the end where he's like like a boss, he's like fuck no no, and he like screams at the TV. It's very funny. <laughs> Talking about watchdogs, the, the meme, you. the meme culture in watchdogs. I'm gonna get us back on track here. Thank you. That's my job. Apparently, we. It really feels we talked about it when we talked about the game before, but now that I've got a chance to play it, they did a really good job. It's not so as overt as we may have initially thought. It's very much, it's there, but it's kind of hidden in the background. Um, it's nothing that very like kind of jumps out at you. Like there's one mission where you get hacked by a rifle gang. So the the way you know this is as you're driving around after you finish a mission, this like eight bit cat comes up on the screen at random times and just like walks across your screen and starts taking a dump all over your screen. And you're like, dude, we just got hacked. <laughs> oh, wow. That and, sounds pretty um, cool. And that was pretty cool. Um, upgrading the different trees and stuff has been really cool. I finally got, the skill that lets me just use my phone to unlock access the electronics in cars and disable their security system. So I just boop, hit a button. Oh, click. Unlock that the door. Nice. Hopped in. Um, but it, it very much plays like Grand Theft Auto, especially with like it's Grand Theft Auto, but the mission structures are very unique. Uh, there's one mission where you get access to cameras and you scan this area and you create an echo of it. And from that echo, you have to like steal this car or something. And you like, basically you, you set up an ambush for these people and you hide somewhere. And then you, you basically just jump between cameras and activate like explosives and pillars to kill this like Russian gang terrorist network. Um, I did get to see two, two things about it. I saw the Easter egg with Aiden Pierce. There's a okay. specific mission yeah. with the um, protagonist from the first watchdogs. If you beat that, you get his jacket as a little wearable. Which is kind of cool, and that was a nice little tidbit. Like, ooh, okay. Um, the cool one though was when there's a mission, the mission, ooh, excuse me, where you go to Ubisoft San Francisco and hack in to get the leaked, quote unquote, leaked trailer. The, 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 the this mission apparently you overhear some people talking about a leaked video game trailer that Ubisoft has, and you go to their building, you hack into their network to get the. Isn't that the, is that the space trail, like the space game trailer? It's the weird, like, space game. It almost felt space truckery, but, like, you don't get very far in it. People off. think that's an actual game that's going to be announced at E3. I would not be surprised. It actually says um, E3, like, promo vid or E3 something vid on it. Yeah. Um, if it is announced or talked about, I, I like, that will be so awesome if they, like, oh, yes. we put in our game and now we're going to show it off here. Um. But I'll definitely say for Watch Dogs 2, if you are a fan of Grand Theft Auto at all, or even if you maybe not, you're not a fan of Grand Theft Auto in and of itself, maybe you want to see something a little bit different from it, Watch Dogs 2 is great. It is wonderful. Um, there's actually a three-hour trial um, not many people know about. You can actually play the game for three hours um, on PC, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4 and download it before you even think about purchasing and that way you get a chance to try it out. That's cool. Cause that's the full game too. Yeah. If it's a time to trial, usually it's the full game. Yep. So you can do whatever you want. Um, the, the first couple of like the first mission will probably take you about mm, 10 to 15 minutes if they start you directly mm-hmm. from the beginning. But after that, it's the, the world is open right from the get go. Um, just some missions will become available as you progress through the story a little bit. That's pretty just, cool. The story is really interesting. Um, the Google cop, like the Google clone that's in the game. I uh-huh. get to go. There's a mission where you have to go in and access date, like map data on their secure servers yes. in there. And it's, it's <laughs> that's one of the things that I really like about the open world games. Like I remember GTA with the life invader. Like yes. that was a very much a Facebook, like tongue in cheek, satirical approach to that. Oh, the, the new one in this game is a company called Invite, and you have to go into there too. And yeah, and it, it's I, I really like how these open world kind of crime games are starting to like kind of wear that tongue in cheek type of thing. Like that's oh yeah, like there's all this data just sitting on a server, and like yeah, if something <laughs> malicious were to happen, like 
But it like it I love the, the thing that sets it apart are those watchdog like hacking skills. I completed a mission where basically I had to go get a truck from a pier, and it was guarded. Like it was guarded. They had a couple of gates and security guys around the truck. I think other than having to jump in on one side and I went to get some money because I wanted the money in there, I used... Cameron, um, you don't have to explain why you want to go get some money. That's <laughs> pretty well implied through through humanity. Well, money helps. You get cars and whatnot. But you, you, I went in and used the cameras and the hacking abilities that I had to open the gates and drive the car out on its own. Like, no, drove the car out to the front gate, hopped in the car, and then drove off. And everybody's like, what's it? Oh. There couldn't have been a better city to set that game in than San Francisco. <laughs> oh, no, not at all. Um, my favorite thing about that game is literally driving down the highway and hacking people's bank accounts from the, your cell phone to theirs. Oh, yeah. Like, I need that money. You you give me, like, $30 well, here, $50 yeah. there. Well, even in this game, when you're driving, you can hack cars. And with a quick button press, you can make them steer their car left or right. So if they're in your way, it's like, nope, get out of my way. Get out of my way. Get out of my way. And it's it's really cool. Um, I somehow, I will definitely say the star system, since it's generally the same thing in the game. If you get three or more stars, people called bounty hunters will come after you. And they're basically other players. Is it Dog the Bounty Hunter? It could be. I'm waiting for somebody to log in under that. Name and I want Dog the Bounty Hunter. Specifically, <laughs> cross-promotion opportunity. Ubisoft would be the company to do it, too. They really would. Oh, Jesus. I can see it. I can see it. You remember the dancing giraffes at E3 one year? Yeah. Yeah, remember Ubisoft. They would be the ones to do it. They would be the I ones can't wait it. for E3 this but, year. But, like, you can do, basically, bounty hunters or other players that come in and hunt you along with the police. So, somehow, I, I killed, a, like, some gangs members. They were scum. They weren't helping anybody. The cops came, and after one start, got up to three, said, oh, bounty hunter's in your game now. You know, now. one thing led to another. Three stars. Now I'm, I'm driving down the road. It's five stars, bounty hunters, and cops, and somehow I got away from all of them. That's amazing. <laughs> I For about two minutes, I hid in a pipe in, like, a construction zone. I hid in, like, a concrete pipe, just like, please go away. Yeah. Good, good. Uh, but it again, if you're a Watch Dogs fan, if you're wanting something different, or no, if you're if you're a Watch Dogs fan, if you're a Grand Theft Auto fan, if you're wanting something different from Grand Theft Auto, um, Watch Dogs Two is definitely worth your pickup. Get, download the trial, test it out. I, I think if you if you enjoy that, then you will enjoy the game. Sweet. That's it. What about you, Will? What you been doing? I put about twenty hours in the Stardew Valley. Good. Yeah. So that's only now you realize it's true power. It's latent oh. potential. Oh no, it's latent potential is very minimal. I mean, you know, it's like what a thirty-two bit game. <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen, what is listen. this? Uh, not four K having. This is shovelware. This game is Shrek. It's like an ogre. It's got layers. <laughs> good Skin, bone, some fatty tissue. In is between. a Shrek reference really a good reference? <laughs> well, I like Shrek. Shrek was cool. Shrek was fun. Shrek was alright. Mike Myers, so it had something for the kids, had yeah. something for the parents. Eddie Murphy. Fart jokes. Yep, oh, fart jokes. Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots was cool. He got a Netflix show. He did. How did you like, how did you like Stardew Valley? Um, I, I'm sorry, I took, I, I took us from Stardew Valley to Shrek. <laughs> Please, tell us your Stardew Valley impressions. So, for a while I was trying to play it on my computer, mm-hmm. and just couldn't get into it. I've some at some point I somehow made the purchase on the PS4 and it downloaded was, it there. It was a haze. You can't <laughs> I, like I will say this: it's a weird game to sit and play at your computer. I would much rather play that game on a couch. I like I own it on computer, so like I'm not gonna really double buy it now. But I could see that being a game to pick up for like ten bucks and yeah. So I at some point acquired it and it was on my PS4. So I was like, eh, what the hell? Why not? Um. Dogs woke me up at four in the morning, so I walked them at one point, and next thing I know, it's ten o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, um, yeah, it is very Harvest Moonish. Um, okay. Although the mines are fun. Yep, going with my little mines. chip rusted sword, like I'm gonna get you, slime. <laughs> Apparently, that's a thing. Mines in video games lately mm-hmm. have been pretty good. Yeah, the mines you gotta go get. You gotta go there. You gotta get the iron. 
Mm-hmm. So you can make the sprinklers. So you can right. do things. So that you can you can find your waifu or husbando. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Those terms, uh, they're great. You know, no, no, no. You know they're great. <laughs> hey, don't, you, don't do you, that. hey, and you're new. You're new to this. You don't even know. Before you couldn't even you couldn't even woo Shane. Shane was untouchable. Um, People wanted Shane. It's always the one you can't get that you want the most. People are like, <laughs> we want Shane. So then they added an update where you can you can now marry Shane. <laughs> All right, whatever. I mean, I, I mean, the love meta game is very important part of that experience. I don't see it, but okay. Got to get him the right gift. Give it to him two to three times a week. I'll, I'll let you go ahead and uh, handle taking care of Shane. Better make sure that you're giving him gifts on their birthday. That's free hearts. Free hearts. Again, I'll let you handle Shane. Oh, You'll I'll probably hand- appreciate it. Oh, I'll handle Shane. <laughs> Was there anything else you played with? <laughs> <laughs> the, that new Fire Emblem mobile game played that listen it's called fire emblem heroes and we're about to talk about it because it, no boy, it's called fire emblem mobile trash edition no it's called fire <laughs> emblem heroes. it's called fire emblem heroes and it is by far the most enjoyable nintendo mobile release yet you know what i find really funny about that it what? feels like you could take doken battle and skin this except <laughs> Dokken, you're you're not wrong because i mean this is a character creator or sorry character, character collector, collector. And so the point is to collect the characters and the, like my, like Dokken Battle is a great game. My biggest issue with Dokken Battle is playing it is not actually fun. Like I like the match component, but the fact that it's also a Mario Party game where you're moving around this map. But it's not really though. Well, it's like you have to, like, I just want to sit down and match some stuff for like five minutes. But like, I feel like playing Dokken Battle always took me like a little bit longer. It sounds like you need like puzzle cross dragons. Well, it's just like, I just need something where I can sit down and play one mission and be done. I think that's called Candy Crush. No, that's called... <laughs> oh, no. wow. So, but, like, the thing that's nice about Fire Emblem is the... It's Fire... Like, the game is Fire Emblem. Like, the thing you actually mm-hmm. do is play Fire Emblem. And so you're, you know, you're collecting the heroes, you're playing them in these in these little tiny mini-maps. You know, they're not full-blown Fire Emblem maps by any means, but small, manageable, four-man teams. And then you basically, like, two to five minutes at most. It feels really good to play. This is more or less Fire Emblem Light. If you really like um, tactical or strategy RPGs like this, if you like the mobile game, then go get the full game. Like any of the 3DS yeah. games, Awakening or any of the Fates games, they're going to be definitely up your alley. It's that on a much, much higher production level and much bigger scale. No, this is the maximum production level, biggest scale possible. Especially if you like, I mean, if you like Stardew Valley, you have. Uh, relationships make children in look at him trying to like he's trying to like sneak his way i mean for years he's been sending these quote-unquote gifts to my front gate hoping i'd let him in i just burn that shit at the door he's like look it's just like stardew valley look it's just poison within that sugar cube no 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 the um but it is good uh what's your experience been with it will oh i mean i've got no issues with it um I mean, they have feet now, unlike Fire Emblem Awakening, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so Nintendo somehow Patch at some notes, point added feet, <laughs> figured out how to animate feet, so that's good. Well, yeah, I know. All, like all the animations were specifically made for the mobile version. Yeah, from what I've heard. So, I mean, Seth, what about you? How have you enjoyed the game? It's like, like I don't have a lot of Fire Emblem nostalgia, but it is definitely accessible for me, and it would make me want to play a Fire Emblem on. Like on the Switch, on your upcoming Switch. Yeah, if I could get um, if I could get my hands on like a 3DS copy, but I just I don't know. Like I don't know if I'll like. A, if you want, I'll lend you Awakening. Yeah, it's the, I just I have a little bit of spite in my heart toward Fire Emblem because I feel like it kind of ruined um, Advance Wars. Like, like I really want another Advance Wars game, but there will never be another Advance Wars game because Fire Emblem is so successful. Um, actually, there will. It's called uh, the eShop. And I mean, you can get it on the eShop, which is cool. But like, I like I want another game like, like that, a, like, like a, a 2017 version. Of... Yeah, like a 20. But I want it to go like I want it to be a Switch game, so it's like really great graphics. But I'm ready to go back to Orange Star, like uh, Black Hole. Uh, you know, as the villain, like just good old fashioned. None of this anime bullshit. 
But no, Fire Emblem is like anime bullshit concentrate. Like it's like the orange juice you get in the cans, and you just open it. And it's just like eh, it's just pure frozen orange. Oh bleh. man! But that's what oh, it is. Man. You just open that up, and then you just add it in with some water, and boom, you got anime bullshit. The video game. Like here we go, Fire Emblem. Load it up. Collect collect the characters. It's a lot of fun. I I like the way that they do the. Uh, the purchasing of new characters where if you buy basically if you buy more characters you get a discount yep so your first purchase is five and then the next one is four and then four well and then four and you three. also get a higher chance at stronger characters when you if you do them continually in that yeah um one little batch of getting characters yeah so it's like it basically you get a free character compared to if you were doing full you know five coin summon or five orb summons yeah you pay 20 orbs and you get five characters versus paying yeah. that for for four characters so it's really cool um i got a good pull on my first character or on my first like multi-summon uh five character summon i got two five stars one was a healer and one was a sword wielder so okay. i am now plowing through that game at, with maximum <laughs> ease uh like at this point the xp that the units yield are negligible at best <laughs> like i'm like man this is such a like at this point the games are 60 seconds i send in i send in my like they they don't even do damage to me now <laughs> like i was just playing i was like man they don't even do damage i don't even need to be strategic i'm just gonna move this person here healer sure healer one hits that swordsman that makes sense sure awesome great um i the game's a little unclear in a lot of ways like i feel like you don't really know what everything does after the get into it. after the first or second mission you're just kind of tossed into the main thing. Like all these other menus and stuff are shown and you're like, what's happening? I don't know what that is. I know that if you're in your main, your castle and you see a little heart floating next to someone, you can tap on them and you'll get some uh, feathers. I don't know what those feathers do. You have no idea either. Maybe we'll find out or somebody's figured it out online. There's I'm sure. some article somewhere. Yeah. If not, there's some Wikipedia page that's being built. Or something. It's probably already built. Yeah, it's there. Yeah, no, I'm going to be honest. Seven <laughs> tips to get started in Fire Emblem Heroes. Click here to learn more. You won't believe number four. <laughs> By the way, they're all seven different pages on one website. Speaking of video game websites, you should go check out rocketpunchgo.com. That's a great website filled with our content. Not a lot of clickbait articles. I don't know. Not, no, there's not. There's no clickbait articles. No, no clickbait. We yeah. may have some derpy memes here and there. There yeah. are some derpy memes. There's no clickbait. We, we're good with that. Yeah. We're good about that. We, uh, quality, such as Me vs. Mondays, if you really dig back. Oh, man. That was the pinnacle of quality. <laughs> Those were funny. Rip Me vs. Anyways, rocketpunchgo.com is the website where all of our delicious content lives. It's, I mean, it's actually delicious. Four out of five pediatricians recommend it for uh, growing <laughs> children. Um, you should head over and check it out. Of course, we have uh, a ton of new shows this year. I do not have time to go through them all right now. However, youtube.com slash rocketpunchgo would be a wise place to go subscribe to because that's where a lot of that stuff lives. Um, a lot. A lot of it. You'll also head over to uh, twitter.com slash rocketpunchgo or Instagram at rocketpunchgo or facebook.com slash rocketpunchnetwork. We have cool things there all the time. Go to whichever one you want. Follow, like, subscribe. Commit your soul to the eternal life. Um, I didn't offer, know we were going that deep. Offer the offer blood, vital organs to the to the blood gods above. Like and subscribe for a chance to win our content. It's free. <laughs> what do you say? I'm saying words now. Uh, now we have some more words to say specifically about Resident Evil 7. Now, I talked about this game and my experiences in VR last week. Pretty extensively. However, Cameron's here now, and I know. I know for a fact that Cameron has beaten this game as I well. I have. 11 hours and 49 minutes was through my first playthrough. Get good. 9 hours and no, 57 I had, minutes. I savored this game. Um, now, unfortunately, like, did you play the entire game in VR? Yes. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I I just had a bit of PTSD, but yes, you, you, your brave soul. <laughs> it was like I I think I shared some of the experiences. The first day was the by far the worst. Like my first experience with VR, like PSVR, and anything more than just like a demo mm. was absolutely abysmal. But like it was an a, intriguing abysmal. Like it it's the first hour of the game, which is literally the nightmare zone. 
if you've played that Because you don't game. know. <laughs> yeah, like the first hour of the game, you are kind of thrown in there, and it's. I don't really think the Resident Evil kicks in until about after an hour in. Um, one so, to two, depends on how fast One to two, through. depends on how. But like that is, it's very showcasey. Like it's a lot of set piece moments that are very kind of unnerving. And in VR, we're not super conducive to sleep that night. So. <laughs> well, uh, even without VR, because I played the entire game without VR just normally, um, it's still pretty. <laughs> oh, no, I, it's still intense. Yeah, not saying you know, that it's less intense. It's, it's I. I was very shocked and surprised with Resident Evil 7. This is probably, we're only, what, a month or so into 2017. I would I would dare say this is probably on the short on the short list so far for games of the year. Yep. At least if not winning right now to be talked about. Now that's just right now. We, we got Horizon <laughs> at the end of this month. Can't. Can't. And then we have Zelda like four days uh, after we got, that. We got a lot of stuff going. And then we got yeah, we got so many games. But, please don't talk about March. I'm not <laughs> I'm not emotionally stable enough to talk about March right now. But I think Resident Evil may dare be the dying light of 2017 um it was a game i think people were expecting to be good i don't i think that people were a little apprehensive especially after resident evil 6 mm-hmm. um to see how this game was my experience with resident evil 7 i love it it was something that i i red boxed it for one night to kind of see like oh, i want to see how this game is i ended up purchasing the game and finishing the game it, i enjoyed it that much the it is very resident evil i think we talked about this once where it's very resident evil in the fact that I feel like most resident evil games, you have that very tense kind of horror vibe at the start and kind of most, most of the way through the game. But by the end of the game, you're like, I have all the weapons bring this shit on. I don't care. And that's, that's really how I felt. But by the time, and for people who play the game, you'll know by the time I got to the mines, I was like, I'm ready to go. Just come on out. I don't even care anymore. I'm not scared of you. I know you're here. Yeah. I hear you breathing. Um, I'm going to find you. It, the story was great. The story, especially the ending was very resident evil. Yes, it was. <laughs> we're not, and, and I will, we're not going to spoil any part of this game. Yeah, in we're not. this chat. I feel like we need to have some type of spoiler discussion, but that we, is, we have, we have plans in place and I know we've discussed it. Um, it would be really convenient if we had a you know a site or a page that we produce exclusive content for yeah that yeah. you can support us for basically dollars for a pennies month. a day for pennies a day <laughs> you can support us something like a patreon page yeah, patreon.com slash rocket punch i mean i'll even spell it p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash rocket punch maybe if you go there and support us for three dollars or more for pennies a, a day. Pennies a day. For pennies a day. It that money helps us grow, but then you also get exclusive content like bonus episodes of Rocket Punch Cast, bonus episodes of Tank and Spank, bonus episodes of Rocket Man, Punch that was, Plays. That was not planned at all. <laughs> bonus spoiler cast. Big bonus. Big bonus. Big bonus. Do you but, want the regular bonus or the big bonus? <laughs> but that um, Resident Evil Seven is an extremely good game. If you are a fan of Resident Evil a fan of first person shooters as well. Like go get this game. They, the Baker family itself is very interesting and intriguing. Um, the way they do the battles and the fighting was just wonderful and awesome. I, I remember that time because like what you talked about the first hour, it's all new and you're like, man, what is this game? But what the first hour or two, once you get into that, I knew for me when I found my first med kit, I was like, okay, yeah, this is this is a Resident Evil game. Okay, now I'm feeling it, and um, it I, I had such a great ride with that game. It was scary as hell, and I purposefully to set the mood. I would. It's eleven o'clock at night. All the lights are off in the house, and I'm sitting in front of the TV, knowing full well that my wife could walk up behind me and go, "Hey, oh, <laughs> what's going on?" Um, but what what can I? I'm trying my best not to spoil the game for people who may not have had a chance to play it. What favorite parts? Favorite parts? Well, I like I liked the the videos, like the videotapes that you got. No, the videos were the exact opposite of like. 
Those were pain and gnashing of teeth. Weeping and gnashing of teeth. Each one of those were their own unique blend of just no. No. Well, we know what Seth doesn't like. Nope. Well, I liked the last one wasn't that bad. But the first two? Okay, yeah, I could. I think the second one was the nerve-wracking one in the old house. Happy birthday? No, 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 no. The se- in the old house. Oh, yeah, no, that, yeah, nope. Yeah, nope. <laughs> uh, yeah, nope. That's a whole lot of nopes. Um, but it, this it's a game to be played. I've actually started a second playthrough. Uh, this might be a game that I consider, because I got it for PlayStation 4, I'm platinuming. Um, I have good luck. <laughs> it, some of the stuff doesn't seem too bad, especially Beat the game without opening an item box more than three times. If you play that on easy and you have the out, the Albert, the That's extra true, yeah. pistol you get at the end of the game. Oh, there won't be a problem. That's probably true. Um, especially if you're, you're blowing through the game, like there's an achievement to beat the game in under four hours. Totally doable. I actually went back on my second playthrough so far. I went through the first area probably in under 30 minutes like not not yeah, even you know what you're doing yeah yeah and you already know what's that's how on. i got with resident evil 5 like there was a point where resident evil 5 because i think it had a similar achievement yeah me and my friend would we would roll resident evil 5 in a few hours and we knew like it was the point of like all right remember there's two item boxes to the left in the next room all right cool remember this dude does it right around this corner we had every nook and cranny of that <laughs> game memorized all right remember there's a medallion right around the corner underneath that that dangly thing like it was but it was good it was so good and i I, i'm really happy with capcom and them taking a chance on doing something different with resident evil and making it relevant again i think it's what was the report this past week uh two and a half million copies of resident evil shipped which is pretty good Mm -hmm. um it's not as high as resident evil 6 but i think that Seven's going to have a lot more staying power, especially like overall word of mouth for the game is very. Positive. I think the first time that game goes forty bucks on a sale somewhere, you'll see that go yeah, right yeah. back up. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, I've, I I want to get some of the DLC content. Um, apparently that's been pretty good, but it, like it's very Resident Evil, but just the first person perspective and the story that it tells is. Very interesting. I, like, I'll definitely say there aren't. I don't feel like there are as many enemies in the game as you would think of in a like a normal Resident Evil game. Especially if you're thinking about Resident Evil Four or Five, or yeah. even, dare say, even Six. Um, actually, think that's great. It really sets the mood of the house, um, of the Baker family house, and kind of going through everything to kind of figure out what's going on with this family. And even as you get to like the latter half of the game and you start just making more discoveries and more stuff with the game, you really, they did it. They did a very good job and they should be applauded for that. Like I'm really hoping that this does well all year and I'm excited to talk about this game and more when we get to game of the year stuff in 2017. Um, it, It like, if you, if you get a chance to definitely purchase this game, I think this is a worthy purchase. You see Cameron, you're the Spock of our group. You are lo- you are logical. You have your well structured arguments. You, you come to the table prepared to talk about video games. Always, I yeah. I am the Kirk. I <laughs> let passion dictate my discussions, my interjections, my interruptions. <laughs> passion for this, and I want like listen. Resident Evil is a franchise that I wasn't even aware that I had a lot of nostalgia for, but I totally do. Like. It was one of those where I was like, man, I know a lot about Resident Evil. Like, I know all these specific characters, these character maps. Like, everything makes sense to me. And I remember the d- disappointment of Resident Evil. Because remember, I beat Resident Evil 4, sorry, 5, like, five times. No joke. Like, we went through, I think, four full playthroughs, and then we went through and did achievement farming in the last one. Mm-hmm. And the, and then to go to 6, where I played it once and forgot most of it. Oh, wow. Someone reminded me that Albert Wesker's son was in it. And I was like, oh, wow, I've totally forgot I, that. I, I didn't even get that far into the game. So. Yeah, it's like no one, like that was the probably one of the worst Resident Evil games ever. But to come back with, like, this is how you reboot a series. Like, th- like this could have been Resident Evil 1. <clears throat> oh, yeah. It could have just been it, called Resident Evil and been done. And But this one is Resident Evil 7. It is technically a continuation of the franchise, but there is nothing in this game that you 
have to have played the other games to appreciate. Oh, jump into, yeah. Um, yeah, like even through the ending and things like that, there's nothing that like there's Easter eggs that of course you'll appreciate. You know, green herbs are there. You know, all the things are there. Um, your keywords, your you know, there's a couple of things you're going to see in a Resident Evil game, yeah. right? And they're all here. But the game in and of itself, it's it's this uh, it's a type of simplicity. Like you were talking about, there's not a lot of enemies in the game. And I think that's a symptom of this. And it's a good symptom. It's a sim- Like when you find a formula that works and you find a way to streamline. This game has bar none the best pacing of any game I've played this console generation. It is one of the best paced games I've ever played. I'd agree with that. Because there is never a moment where you, where you A, don't know where to go next. Like, there's always clear direction as to where you need to be going next if you yeah. are a beeline it. But then there is always more to explore. And you get this item, and then, the, like, you get a key, and you're like, oh, I remember three doors where this key would work. So I need to go back to those doors to see what I can find, right? That is the, t- like, it just feels so good. And it has, like, one of the things that I loved about Resident Evil 4 was that Resident Evil 4 had three very well-defined acts. And each act had a theme. Like, there was Act 1, the village. Act 2, the castle. Act 3, the labs. Right? Yep. And not necessarily, like, this has nothing really to, to follow with that, but this game also has three very distinct acts that you go through. And they have similar tone. You know, they have, or they have very different tones, you know? Well, and even that, you talk about pacing. Talking about, like, when you go through the game, you like it is a very good job of having those hyped moments. Of, of everybody's seen on the videos when like you're the whole area when you're first eating with the family, yep, <laughs> and like that whole part. But then when you get into the main hall of the house, yep, it kind of like lull, it calms down for a little bit. That's when, in my opinion, that is when you begin a little bit. But after the sec first first boss fight. The first big boss fight. Yep. That's when you start the God Bless America Resident Evil game. Like Very go, much. Yeah. Go, explore, do whatever you want. But it's the so yeah, it's it's super like go play this game, will you have to we're gonna play this game. Oh no, we will. We're, we're I'm just I'm not gonna play it I until also, we do the Rocket Bunch plays for it. Oh yeah. Let's Correct. That's a good thing. The I, another thing, I talked about this last week, but I really wanna drive this home. Capcom is figuring their shit out because a not only is just the game itself a great way to reboot this, but also the way they distributed this game is amazing. They like Xbox doesn't really have a VR solution, right? PC nope. does, but it's you know they're kind of in a, a war of attrition right now. Like there's just everyone's coming to the field, so they went with PSVR, which is the most accessible right now, which I think was a smart move. So if you're owning it on PlayStation and you're a big PlayStation fan, you probably you may have a PSVR. Yep. Awesome. That's the version you need to get. Xbox, play anywhere. You can get it on the Xbox store or on the Windows 10 store, and you can play it across there. If you're the I hate all things Xbox, but I love Steam banner, great. Buy it on Steam with all your normal Steam shenanigans, Steam Cloud, Steam everything. So like <laughs> you can get it like on whatever platform you want, and what you want from that platform is delivered to you. Yeah. So it's really cool to see a third party. And it's not just Sony being like, look at all these PSVR games we've got. And you're like, well, where's the third party support that's not experienced? Speaking on PSVR, I have not played it in PSVR, but I think at least from word of mouth and from what I'm hearing. From Seth it, Turner's mouth, I will say this. It's scary as fuck. Well, even that, I think this is probably the best execution of VR that I've seen and heard yes, from. Yes. Um like even like when VR first came out and all the games that came out with it, I think this Resident Evil 7 is the first very big game to take full advantage of VR and like do well. Yes. Um with VR implementation. Uh you you'd have to back me up. You yeah, play- no, it's uh like I played it in VR because I wanted the experience. Was mm-hmm. it stressful? Hell yes. Um it physically took a toll on my body. That's the point though. Like you, you when you jump in the VR, I think to some extent you want that type of experience. You want, yeah, and and I will say it did make me realize that VR is a long way to go before it's something I'm going to consider for like home ownership. Because again, I told you last week I got to go to a place that already had a PSVR set up that had a space allocated for it. I would not want to do that in my home. 
mm-hmm. at all. Also, like going home to my home and knowing that there's no crazy people there, <laughs> and that I can go to sleep without being chained up or put somewhere weird. Um, but the the thing that um, I really enjoyed about PlayStation VR is, and, and I think I shared this experience, but you know, like ducking to avoid death and decapitation in one segment of the game. Let's actually. To some extent, let's talk about that because we talked about it off mic. Yes. And it's very interesting, and I'm sure people know about it by now, but just the fact of it, for people at home who have not had a chance to play this, when Seth and I first started talking about the um, Resident Evil 7 and how far we'd gotten, we got to this part. And it more this is the first boss fight. Yeah. And I started describing the first bo- boss fight, and Seth goes, well, wait a second. Did that's, this not not- my, that's not my boss fight. <laughs> what are you talking about? And it was very interesting we found out that the same boss fight, we had two completely different experiences, and it was wild and crazy that they did something like that in the game. And we're not going to spoil it for anyone, but it was just so cool to see and hear that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Oh, you told me about a weapon that I didn't even get. Yep. In the game. And I was like, wait, I have to go back and get this weapon now. Yep. Because that weapon's hella good. Yeah, and I, I totally passed and missed, messed up on that. But it was cool to see, even with a game like that, that not everybody's experience will be the same playing it. Yeah. And even with, like, generally overall, you'll get to the same point, but the kind of detours you take along the way are different. And it was really cool to see that yeah. and hear about that. Resident Evil 7 is the best release that's, the best of 2017 so far. Yep, I agree. Um, Horizon's coming up soon, which is going to be awesome. Oh my Cameron, God. Oh, <laughs> convulsing <careful>. intensifies. <laughs> uh, I watched a video on it today. I'm, I can't wait to get that yeah, hands on that game. I've had to, I'm basically like at a stop, like, you know, that point where you're just like, excellent. I want no more news or videos or information about this yeah. game until it's really stay. Yes. That's where we're going to spare now. your ears that chat now, because <laughs> don't worry. Horizon Horizon discussions are coming. The dragons are coming. <laughs> we will soon have those. That whole episode that week will be there. So, oh, yeah. um, Resident Evil Seven is good. Go buy it on whatever platform you want because it's probably catered to that platform pretty well. So, next up, our last topic for the day is a weird pendulum moment. Like people who are old, like older gamers, like. They tend to see, you see the cogs in the machine, you see the cycles repeat themselves, right? <laughs> and we got an announcement recently with Square Enix working with Marvel, or Disney, um, to create... It's, it's specifically Marvel. It's, yes, yeah, specifically Marvel, um, working with Square Enix to make an Avengers game. Like, they are, like, essentially the video game titan of storytelling and Marvel, the, I guess you'd say the comic book storytelling Titan are forming their own Avengers team to make an Avengers game. And, and, not, and not even just that they signed on with it's, oh, hold on. Eidos, crystal dynamics mm-hmm. and square Enix, which is all under the square Enix banner. Yeah. Basically they signed a multi-year deal, like a multi-game deal. Yep. Gonna, we're going to have multiple games in the Marvel Universe from those Yeah, it's guys. like Guardians, Avengers. We don't, we don't know the games. Oh, the we only, don't know the games. Okay. The only game confirmed is um, Avengers. There's a rumor that one of them will be a Guardians game. Okay. But for right now, the only confirmed one is an Avengers game. That is really cool. Which I find kind of interesting because I'd love to see like a Marvel Civil War game. Like a proper... <sighs> and don't, like, get my, don't put my hopes up. I'm just saying, no. if anybody can do it. It'll be a mobile card battler. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oh, you stop. I got you. I you used my Captain America shield throw with I'm sorry. Those plus five damage. My, I'm too in tune with the pulse of the industry. <laughs> That's too well suited for a card battler. Um, so let's so add this to the lineup, right? Here we go. EA is basically the Star Wars machine. Like More they signed that deal. Like that's that was day one Star Wars. They, didn't they buy LucasArts or? I mean, well, they, they owned them or something. Like, that was one of the first major announcements after Disney's acquisition of mm-hmm. Star Wars. Like, I can imagine the board of directors being like, good job buying Star Wars, where them games at? Because <laughs> they basically purged every project that was being worked on. Like, yeah. 1313, all of that, which sucks, but we got Battlefront out of it. 
uh, in other news, water is wet and battlefront two is coming this year. Like, <laughs> like we know that's coming this year and it's, so we've got EA working on that. Yeah. And I think to a certain extent, would it be, is it, um, who, like, what's the, per, the developer on it for like star Wars battlefront? Um, I know we have the dice. Amy, it's, Amy dice. Studio. It's, dice. it's dice dice. And then Amy Hennick's. They're working on some new third-person action-adventure Star Wars. But it's Star Wars related, and she's a legend of third-person action. Then you've got Spider-Man with Insomniac, who just made an awesome city exploration game, Sunset Overdrive. Now we've got Eidos Montreal and uh, Crystal Dynamics basically working on an Avengers game, which they are also really well-suited for third-person type of action-adventure with some, you know, with stealth and whatnot. It looks like... Disney is getting back, you know, in the licensing in a big way. But instead of licensing to to studios that quite honestly just honk out licensed games, Platinum, <laughs> sorry, um, <laughs> add a little bit in my throat there. They're basically teaming up with the titans of the industry. Yeah, it's it's a new strategy for them because they're for a long time they were used to either studios under their own banner or basically in the point where they're like make this game now make it again now make it again yep. and like give me as many games as you can i want to squeeze every little bit we I can need to out. reskin the thor game to be captain america this time yeah because we have that movie coming out and more oh, so God. focusing they're focusing a lot on the quality of their games and instead of trying to make them themselves go up like this developer is really good let's see if we can make a deal yeah and and i i think i think a lot of this can be contributed to telltale i think marvel tested the waters with or or is testing the waters with uh you know the upcoming uh release the Guardians of, of the Guardians Galaxy, of the Galaxy yeah. game but The Walking Dead was a game where people said huh maybe we should maybe we should trust these master storytellers with our IPs instead of trying to control every and micromanage every aspect of our brand yeah. because they managed to make a game that didn't interfere with the show that was peaking in popularity at the time but still was a really good game in and of itself. Yeah. Batman, similar story, right? Like Batman, I mean, Batman's not necessarily peaking anytime. It's fucking Batman. Like it's <laughs> Batman all the time. Like it's like, Oh, in other news, we have Coke. Yeah. It's like literally, literally Batman is the Coke of superheroes. Like it's dark, gritty flavor <laughs> known throughout the world. Anyways. Uh, it's so like, you're starting to see that. And it's really nice to see these IPs opening up. And people opening up and being a little bit more willing to get experimental, you know, to get freaky. Well, it's it's not even that. I think one of the things I'm thinking of is that I think Disney's finally, somebody in Disney or in the Marvel Studios has been like, okay, our, the sales of our games are not doing great and our games aren't doing very well. Like, we, we have to look back at Disney Infinity and them basically selling off Avalanche. Which kind of sucked, but maybe they were just like, you know what, we're not really making, we're spending more money than we're making on this. We need to figure out a better way of licensing and giving our IP to other well-established developers who make, they know make great games yeah. and have great talent already there and just license them and let them create their own thing. And we'll kind of oversee it a little bit. The what? Avalanche situation, oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. The Avalanche situation was, was really great, and I feel like like it sucks that that studio closed, but... They didn't just clutch like they they were able to rehire most of that staff back under WB. Well, they got yeah they got picked up yeah and then they got licensed like that's a best case scenario in a situation because I think that basically Disney was just tired of supporting that and normally you just cut the head off. Well, of it, Toys right? to Life are very expensive. Toys to Life so. yeah they had all that inventory and like that story's been well told but like now they're letting that studio which honestly had a lot of talent you know they like they they figured out how to make the game they just you know, we're kind of trapped in the toys to life realm. Yeah. So now I think they're working on a cars game. So racing was one of the most fun things that you did in infinity. So that makes sense. Go. So, well, I really honestly think they're just looking at it from a money perspective. It's cheaper to license it out and just make licensing fees. And then a cut of the profits than it is to really just sit back and be like, you mean I got to pay all these people and they're not producing for me constantly, even though they're producing for me constantly, it's cost a bunch of capital up front. Yeah. Well, I think also that too, like I'm sure they are donating more than just their licensing. That's probably saving the money more than anything is like, Hey, just license this property. Uh, but them focusing on, they know that these 
this developer's proven and they're going to give us a return on the investment that we want. And like, especially doing like tests, QA tests and stuff like, Oh, here's a pitch we want to do showing it to people. Like, what do you guys think? Oh, this is really great. And them seeing that reaction. Like, okay, this is the route we need to go. So I have a question for you. Okay. A curveball. It's not in the notes. I'm going off the rails because we don't do that here, do we? Damn Ever. It. Damn we, it, Seth. we never go off the rails. <laughs> Seth, Seth, what the fuck are rails? So yeah, we have we melted the rails down long ago. Now they're uh, we have we made a replica of the Iron Throne using the rails. So no, we didn't. We no, we, we turned the rails into bullets. Actually, we made a replica of the Iron Throne, but we added the robot spider legs from the. Uh, God, what is it from? What, what, like I'm trying wild, to think of a good West. example. I'm thinking about Wild Wild West, but I was like, <laughs> shit, I don't want to mention Wild Wild West on this podcast to verify, verify that thing's ex- existence. Oh, come on. That, so was, that, that movie was so bad it was great. It wasn't that good. Like, it was so bad it's good. It's so bad it's good. Um, yeah, I, that's, what I, that's what we made off the rails. Anyways, rails are non-existent in our podcast. So, Disney's going crazy. They're signing checks left and right, licensing out the games. With the exception of games that we know are coming from from studios that we know, what are Disney IPs that you would want to see? Disney or Marvel? D- D- any Disney. Anything any, under the banner Any of Disney. Disney IP and which developer would you want to see? Oh, really? Tackle it. Oh, And it my. can be Star Wars. It can be Marvel. Okay, okay. So it can be those. It's just like it can't be. You can't say, I want a Spider-Man game from Insomniac. Yeah, well, my, mine's going to be a Marvel game, no doubt. Uh, okay. I just got to figure out. I gotta flesh that out. Oh man, that's what, what's your start us off. You're the one going to pitch this. I did, I pulled this out of nowhere. I didn't have a real solid way to take <laughs> this off the off the bat. I don't think For Honor is going to be a really great game to play after the first five hours. Sorry, I said it, but I spent 15 minutes on it and walked away. It's yeah. Oh, wow. It's a video game that. Yeah. Um, Looks cool to the extent of like this is a cool combat system, but I don't feel like it's going to have long legs. But I want something like that for lightsaber duels. So I'm trying to think oh. about who does, like who makes a really good like fur like either first or third person like melee combat game. And I can't think of another one besides For Honor because For Honor is kind of like a unique thing. Can I go ahead? Go ahead. I have, go. An, yeah. I have an idea. Bias time. All right. <clears throat> so you guys remember the old Jedi Knight 2 Outcast series? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast is a legendary video game. Now imagine, all right, we were to take that idea and put on some crisp 4K rose-colored goggles. All right? Uh-huh. I like, I like With what the you're best selling. artistry we can ever get. Are you remastering this game? No, 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 oh. no. We're taking that that idea... What we're going purely a Sith Lord route, oh, and we get to play okay. as Lord Darth Vader. He is marooned on a planet, and we are trying to go and find a way off. You have access to the entirety of the planet, open city. No, 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 no. Open world. All Force powers, all that stuff is available. All his comic book powers are available. You have skill trees, all that. That's cool. Go. That would be cool. Like, Giant I'm, dinosaurs and wildlife. He has to deal with that. Everything. Like, like a, a Vader game would be cool. Who would develop that? Would if we're going to go... Uh, actually, you know would be really crazy? Sony Santa Monica. Really? Well, they've done God of War, so they can go on crazy scales. Okay, yeah. Hey. Okay, so you're you're leaning... You're tilting to- more towards the action aspect because God of War is an action game. Oh yeah, well, really I mean, you gotta you have to have a, like some kind of vehicle to showcase the badassery that is Darth Vader. Yes, that was in Rogue One. <laughs> For like, <laughs> he was in one scene in that entire scene uh, at the end. It showed all of the ridiculousness of what Vader can do. Now imagine that on a planet-wide scale. He's got no Imperial support, and he doesn't need it. You're talking about The Witcher, except it's with Darth Vader. <laughs> Where do the pre-orders go? <laughs> yes. But now imagine, like, God of the War mixed with Witcher, but with a nice fancy Darth Vader skin in 4K. Or 4K if you're on console. Like that. I, I have one. Okay. Um, Netflix. A lot of the big Marvel licenses thing is with like the uh, Daredevil and Luke Cage, yeah. Jessica Jones. Um, what I would love to see is 
a Daredevil game. Especially because like the the show is done really well. It's very good. If you haven't seen it on Netflix, go check it out. But like um, maybe take that Daredevil game and make it Daredevil game with Naughty Dog. Oh shit! In, in the sense of like Naughty Dog is very good at third person action adventure games, and you would have basically take that world of Nathan Drake and the Uncharted series and the last of us and do things like, you know how Uncharted has, it's not necessarily open world, but they have these large set pieces. Yeah. Like do that to some extent for daredevil and have these large set pieces where maybe you have a couple of side missions here or there, but you have your main thing. You're kind of prowling and sneaking through the city and jump you know, you're in hell's kitchen and you're jumping and knocking out bad guys and doing things like that. Um, maybe in, Taking from like the Daredevil point to prove, I say as a proof of concept, but kind of to start and either build it up or maybe add DLC and stuff that add the other defenders in and have like different DLC attachments because the gunplay is pretty solid in there. So like a Punisher style game yeah. where Punisher comes in and then a Luke Cage one and a Jessica Jones one. I think that would be uh, like, but the big one, the main one would be like a Daredevil game with Naughty Dog at the helm, I think would be wonderful you know like great storytelling they would pill especially with daredevil and the defenders is very mature to some extent storytelling there um i think naughty dog has proven to handle that very well and like seeing them tell a great daredevil story would be great well, wonderful. i have mine okay <clears throat> so i want I, the developers who i'll start with monolith productions okay the guys who um xeno xenoblade Xenoblade, also Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. Ooh, okay. I want <clears throat> a. This takes place shortly after Order 66. Okay. A Jedi stranded on a planet, but I want the planet to have a lot of diversity to it. And it could be, even be multiple planets. Like I'm like I'm feeling maybe like a like a GTA, you know, like GTA has like the big desert area and then like the city area and it's all yeah. one continuous area. But like if you had these different areas you went to, went to, but you basically have, you are a lone Jedi and you're trying to, I don't know what the story would be. Something survive. Sure. Fight or die type of thing with a nemesis system of bounty hunters who are coming after you. What Like, I would dare say if they went the different planets route, what would be really cool is to take an Obi-Wan Kenobi story and like plan out how he gets to Tatooine. Yes. Let me go ahead and just, <laughs> let me go ahead and get in a time machine and go back in time and prevent Obi-Wan from ever being released. If you remember that game on the Xbox, <laughs> listen, people thought, listen, back before the mistake that was episode one, the Phantom Menace was made public to us. George Lucas thought this game was going to be the shit. He thought that Star Wars Obi-Wan was going to tell this untold story of Obi-Wan Kenobi and his epic fight against the Trade Federation and their fucking trade blockade. Boy, I can't wait to go see that movie with the kids. They'll love learning about trade blockades. Anyways, I'm done. I'm not going to get triggered about that anymore. Been triggered over a decade. The... But you are exactly right. If that was an Obi-Wan Kenobi game... Set in Tatooine, open world, bounty hunters coming for you. Well, not even that, but just like that the chase, cool. like have bounty hunters and other like Sith Lords that Palpatine sends to him. And so like he's, he gets to a planet and all of a sudden like he has to help these people, but let figure out and get away from this um, assassin and kind yeah. of, it strings him and kind of tells the story of how he ended up on Tatooine. Yeah. That would be because we know, like we know that there are inquisitors from rebels, like mm -hmm. rebels. That is the primary villains, and now we're there are a lot of admirals who are specialized at you know fighting Jedi and killing Jedi. Mandalorians fought Jedi for years in the you know the Mandalore Wars. Yep. Um, so it's like there are a lot of there's a lot of potential there, but to just be a lone Jedi having to survive in an open world with a nemesis system of sorts, like to come in there, monolith could do it. I'd like, I'd love to see that. That'd be really cool. Yeah. I mean, cool. they've man, if only they've had experience taking a licensed franchise and making a really <laughs> cool action game that has a neat system in it. If only they had that kind of experience under their belt, we can get them on the phone. But no, that's fine. I'm fine. We're fine. Everything's fine. 
This is great. <laughs> uh, long story short, I think it's a new chapter. Uh, you know, we're living in the post uh, post Infinity era with those Disney IPs. Yeah, very much. And instead of sending them out to popcorn factories to honk out another one, they've decided, <laughs> you know what? Let's double down on quality and invest in not invest in. Well, 2017's Year of Guardians of the Galaxy, because that's when the new movie comes out. So we're going to pour money into Guardian stuff this year only. And then next year when Thor... Thor, no shirt, no shirt attack comes comes (laughs) out. We can all make dating sims for Thor and other mythological gods. Wait, did you just say no shirt attack? Yeah, no shirts (laughs) in Thor. I don't know. I'm... I'm done. Some I, of the ladies may like that, sure. I don't I, I, not, hey, mm, I don't know, man. <laughs> Listen here. All I'm saying is Tumblr better be better get ready for the bandwidth that's coming with those gifts <laughs> from that movie. Anyways, uh, it's a new chapter for Disney and, and licenses, and they're doubling down on quality, and we already know that there's some cool stuff coming. I am particularly excited for Spider-Man. I want to see more before I get excited. I don't want it like... No, 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 no. Don't think. Go pre-order now. No. Get excited. Get the hype. Tweet your friends. I'll, I'll bet, like, I'll say I, I love Spider-Man. I've had a lot of fun with Spider-Man games, especially the open world ones, but probably one of my favorite Spider-Man games so far was the... I think it was from Beanox, the Shattered Dimensions. That's what it was, where you got to play as, like, Spider-Man, then Spider-Man 2099, then Noir Spider-Man... And then there was one more like that game was great. And it, it that was a symptom of like, hey, this is a great game. And then next year we're going to release the same game, which isn't as great. And then another game, which is yeah. worse. And then let's drive that license in the ground. It's like colon something. Yeah. Spider-Man colon something. I don't want any more colon cleanse based off of Spider-Man. Can we just move <laughs> yeah, on? There you go. That's it. So and hopefully others who own great IPs will learn and follow. We hope. One can only hope. I wish, but that won't happen. We'll end up with another uh, Michael Bay Transformers game. You know, you know that movie's coming out, right? They're showing it for the Super Bowl. It doesn't matter. It doesn't make a bit of difference. <laughs> the balls are inert. The minute I saw Optimus Prime trying to kill some humans, I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> you don't even... You don't deserve... The ability to to use Optimus. Op- we're revoking the license. <laughs> We've revoked the license. Ah. Anyways. This is 50, episode 52 yep. of the Rocket Punch cast. Yay. I mean, we just talked about Transformers. I really wish this was a prime number. So we could end it with something cool in Transformers-y. But we can't. Nope. Not. Can't can't have your cake and eat it, too. Impulsive brew. You can't have your inner John and eat it, too. <laughs> I'm going to cram as many Transformers (laughs) references in now as I can. Uh, This has been episode 52. It has been a pleasure as always. Get ready. We've got a a nice and relaxing month ahead of us. Enjoy it until the 28th when it all ends with Horizon Zero Dawn. We're going to go. We may go. We may go dark for like a month. No, no, there will be no darkness. (laughs) Only light. Horizon, the Switch launch. Andromeda. Like there are other games. I'm but sure what's great is we got this. We got this. We got this, fam. We got it divvied up. I'm gonna review Horizon. Get whoa! <laughs> you've already you've already dropped the ball right now. <laughs> I'm you, gonna give you're it trying a, to kill yourself. Accurate, unbiased review <laughs> of Horizon. It you know it it was great. It just didn't have any of Marcus's tomatoes. <laughs> Please, please put the, like we're gonna do the review and it's like seven point six. Not enough tomatoes. Not enough tomatoes. <laughs> there was I didn't have the emotional pull for the tomatoes that I had in Gears of War Four. Oh uh, Jesus! There will be so much, so many good videos and episodes to come. Make sure that you lock it all in to your ears, into your eyes, into your brain at rocketpunchgo.com. That is where you can get the newest episodes of each of our podcasts as soon as they are available. Fun fact, all of our new episodes for our podcast now live in the upper area of our homepage. We we restructured everything, so I mean, that's really, if you have to remember one thing, rocketpunchgo.com. That's it. 
That's it. It's so easy. I mean, you want to talk to us? We're on Twitter at Rocket Punch Go. Instagram at Rocket Punch Go. Facebook.com slash Rocket Punch Network because Facebook URL was taken. Jerks. Jerks. Yeah. We're going to hack them. <laughs> Quick, boot up watchdogs. <laughs> Play that for a couple of hours. Yes. We'll learn how to hack them. Is I've that heard right? that a DDoS attack is something you can do. <laughs> we'll execute one on. It also website. will put you in prison. Oh, it doesn't work that way. Well, no, 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 no. See, you go to prison for like four months. Then you get a job. It's 2017. Maybe you get the U.S. government gives you a six-figure job. This is it. Welcome, 2017. Welcome to the end of episode 52. We'll be back next week with more Rocket Punch shenanigans. Until then. Farewell. Toodles. Bye.